What is going on, my guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to the very last episode of whatever, the show where I talk about whatever. Now, before you start worrying, I say last episode because this is going to be the last episode of this particular show. Because starting next year, there's going to be a new name, a new structure, but same old dude behind the mic. Uh, since we are so close to the end of the year, I kind of just want to do a, a year in review. Uh, just talk about, you know, my personal year in review quick and just other stuff that happened this year. And then just kind of finish off with my my music thing. Because a lot of people like to share their uh, music wrap-up or best of for 2021 through Spotify. But I didn't listen to Spotify that much, so I had to do it through Apple Music. But yeah, let's just get into this, shall we? Alright, so 2021. Now, personally, this wasn't a bad year for me. I mean, there were some ups and downs, definitely, but there wasn't. it wasn't too terrible of a year. Uh, just in general, I know a lot of people kind of had a meh time of year. Uh, the biggest things I have in this year were obviously the COVID vaccines rolling out just in full force starting at the beginning of the year. There was the <coughs> terrorism act <coughs> capital. <coughs> but it looks like a lot of those people, a lot of them by now have fully paid the price for what they've done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just, I guess everything's starting to calm down after the absolute dumpster fire that was 2020. Yeah, I mean, we can all agree 2020 was a bad year, am I right? But as far as me personally... It was a pretty decent year. Uh, I know early in the year, me and my wife really buckled down and focused on getting out of our first apartment. Because we were paying like fourteen thirty in rent. So we needed out. We needed to get out. Uh, yeah, then we ended up moving by the end of September of this year. Now, we moved into my parents and we are currently staying with my parents. At least until next month. Because just recently, like as of two weeks ago... We toured another apartment. Now, this is probably the 10th one we've we've tried. And we applied there because we really liked it. You know, it's a one-bedroom, enough space for just me and my wife and our cats. And it seems like we got accepted because they took the security deposit and everything. So, I'm going to safely assume we got accepted. The only thing I had to send them was, you know, my proof of income. You know, send them some pay stubs and everything. But... It sounds like we're going to be able to move in by, you know, middle of January, maybe early February. So that I'm really excited for. And my wife's super excited for because this is the first time we're actually going to be living by ourselves. Now, when we lived in our first apartment, our first roommate, you know, her bitch of an ex-friend. And then our second roommate before he, you know, that moved out with us, was with us to the end, basically, was her brother, my brother-in-law, Ryan. And so basically, we haven't lived, you know, just me and my wife by ourselves. I mean, we pretty much, you know, when somebody's not home, it's basically been us. But now we're in a, officially in a space of our own. And it's going to be super nice. And I'm really excited for it. Plus, I can actually do my podcast better without worrying about, you know, yelling or anything because I don't want my, you know, <laughs> I don't want to disturb my parents or anything. The other big thing that happened this year was October 1st, I was blessed with another nephew. Uh, my oldest sister, Ashley, gave birth to little little Teddy. 
or his name is Theodore, but we all call him Teddy or Tedders. And he's he's adorable. He's a few months old now. Like I said, he was born October first. So yeah, he's gonna be he's he's gonna be a handful. I could tell because his older brother RJ is a big handful, and his older older brother Blake is ten years old. So he's getting into the teen, you know the preteen stage. Uh, but RJ, no, he's a little handful. He's he's adorable as hell, but he's a little monster. Like, <laughs> so funny story. Uh, this past Christmas weekend, uh, the Sunday after Christmas, we, me, my wife, uh, my sister and brother-in-law, and then the kids, and, well, both my sisters, my brother-in-law and the kids, we all went to the Minnesota Children's Museum in St. Paul. And, you know, it was good there, you know, they, it was a good time, they got to run around, see different things. That was until we got to a certain section, and that was the deciding factor of whether we leave or not. So, basically, we got all the way back to this thing where it was like a car wash thing. Kids could play with, like, soap and water and wash this, like, car and play with water. It was it was a big car wash thing for kids to play with, and RJ was having a really good time with the water, you know, washing off soap and everything. And it was all good and dandy until another little girl wanted to play with it. And at first, he was upset about it, but then he went to go grab some else. The little girl was playing with this water. And then when RJ went back, he saw that the little girl had the water tube, and he was like, uh-uh, that ain't gonna do. So he tried to rip this water tube out of this little girl's hands, and I saw that, and I immediately got up and went to get him. I was like, okay, you know what? We're done. This is not gonna happen. Uh, basically, you know, took the water tube, ripped, had to rip the water tube out of RJ's hands, and, you know, give it to this little girl. I'm like, oh, so sorry, honey. And I, you know, we walked right out of there. And he was not having it. He screamed and yelled the whole way out until we got back to the cars. He was he was not happy. And you can't even really feel bad for him. It was his own fault. He was being a little punched, so, you know, he didn't get, he didn't get to do what he wanted. <sighs> that kid's a monster, I tell you. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the big, biggest highlights of this year. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to more that happens next year. Before we move on with the rest of the episode, I just want to take a moment to talk about just this podcast throughout this year. As this was the first year, you know, 2020, I started this back in January. And a lot of my older episodes sounded very awkward. And uh, by the time you're hearing this, a lot of my older episodes have been deleted because, and the reason I'm deleting them is because I want people, I'm still going to keep the old episodes up when the new show comes out, you know, next year, just because I want people to kind of look back and get an idea of what the show is about. They're like, oh, he's going to be talking about like video games and movies and all that. But I did delete some older ones. I deleted the newscast because, you know, obviously that's not what... I associate with my podcast anymore. I may do new newscasts again later in the future, but just for now, I am I'm canning the whole newscast idea. But as far as this year with this podcast, um, I I've, I think I did pretty well for my first year doing a podcast. Uh, I know back in June, a lot of you tuned in to listen to this, and I I truly appreciate anybody, even if I only have like seven of you that actually listen on a regular basis, you know, I truly appreciate you guys, 
it, it means the world to me that you would tune in every week just to listen to my sometimes incoherent rambling. Uh, but yeah, this year was really good. I know a lot of people started podcasts this year. Um, I know a couple friends of mine did too. Uh, my friends Patrick Dispenser over at Nerdshit, which, by the way, you should go check them out because they they stopped doing episodes in like June, but they are starting up again in 2022. So by next month, I think they said they're going to put on another episode next month. But yeah, Nerd Shit is coming back in 2022. I will put a link in the description for their podcast as well. Go check them out. You know, they're really good friends of mine. They talked about some interesting stuff. They talked about music mostly, but they call themselves Nerd Shit because they talked about anything nerdy and all that. Like they nerd out about music, video games, movies, you know, you name it. Kind of like what I do, but it's two of them instead of just me. <laughs> but... No, as far as this year with this podcast, I feel like I did pretty good. Now, I'm not one to, like, I'd say I did a pretty decent job. There are many other people that are, you know, way better at this than I am. And given that this was my first year doing this, there's still, there's a lot I learned. And there's still a lot I have to learn. And thankfully, I found communities to help me out. And... You know, maybe this next year or maybe sometime in the future, if I keep going with this podcast, you know, if I can get some help at some point, that would be, that'd be fantastic. But I guess the main thing that I'm focusing on is just you guys, you know, I wouldn't be doing this without you guys that are listening. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you that tunes in every week just to listen to what I have to say. Uh... Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you, and let's move on with the rest of the episode, shall we? Uh, but to end this off, I want to go over my music thing, because like I said in the beginning, a lot of people share their Spotify rap. They're like, oh, look at, look at what I listened to on Spotify this year. Look at this top album. And I didn't listen to Spotify that much this year. I listen to Apple Music more because I have a subscription. I, yeah, I have a subscription for them. And I pretty much listen to Apple Music almost every day. It's my main source of music. And Apple Music actually has a thing called uh, Replay 2021, which basically sums up like your top songs, top albums. And, oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I figured it would be a great idea just to go through my top 10 albums and, you know, give some recommendations. So let's start with my number 10 album, the soundtrack for Dear Evan Hansen. Now, this is at 15 plays. It actually shows how many times I played this album. And Dear Evan Hansen is at 15 because I listened to it a bunch of times to try to memorize some of the songs before I saw the movie. And I think that's why I really listened to it because they were making a movie, which, you know, a lot of people have different opinions on. Most of them complain about the fact that Ben Platt is too old to be Evan Hansen, which, yeah, I kind of get. And they could have easily gotten somebody else, but considering his dad is based, you know, the main person, one of the main people behind it, he kind of just got roped into it. He he kind of came with the came with the whole deal. They're like, oh, you want to make a movie of Dear Evan Hansen? Well, you have to have Ben Platt. Then them's the rules. But I listened to Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack just a bunch to try to memorize it before I saw the movie. And I mean, I like it. I like the musical. Uh, my favorite song off of it is. Waving through a window. I know that's the most played song 
from the musical, but I, I really liked it. Uh, number nine for me at 16 is Montero from Little Nas X. Now, I listen to it. I'm a huge fan of Little Nas X. I've been a fan of him since the beginning, but this Montero album just blew, blew everyone away. Not just me, but everyone away because his marketing is genius. Like no one, I've I've never seen anybody market their album better than Lil Nas X. He just, I mean, he literally did a promo where he birthed his own album. And I think what I really respect about Lil Nas X is that not only is he, you know, making it big as a black artist, but making it big as a gay black artist. And what I really love about Montero is some of the songs are, the focus of it is like, yeah, I'm gay, so what? And a lot of people were like judging him for, you know, doing gay stuff and whatever, and he just kind of leaned into that. Like, all right, you think this is troubling? Well, I'm going to make you more unsettled. I mean, as evidenced with, uh, you know, Call Me By Your Name, which saw him on a stripper pole going down the hill and then giving a lap dance to Satan. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, you think that's vulgar? You know, I can, I can do better. Or I can do better than that. Uh, some of my favorites off of this are That's What I Want and uh, Scoop. Those are definitely my t- you know, top two from the album. But yeah, Montero, Lil Nas X. Definitely recommend it. Number eight, at 17 plays, Post-Human Survival Horror by Brim of the Horizon. Now, this is Bring Me the Horizon's most recent album, and I absolutely love Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, some of my favorite songs off of this are uh, Teardrops, One by One, and One Day the Only Butterflies Left Will Be in Your Chest As We March Towards Your Death, which is a long-ass title, but it's a really good song because that also features Amy Lee from Evanescence. Uh, yeah, Posthuman Survival Horror is a really good album by Bring Me the Horizon, and I highly recommend it. Uh, at number seven at 21 plays is Welcome to Horrorwood by Ice Nine Kills. Now, this is a little later in the year because I had discovered them around Halloween because I finally watched their music videos. Now, Welcome to Horrorwood, all their songs on that are based off of horror things or horror movies. Like one of my favorite songs is, I believe it's called American Psycho and it's based off the movie American Psycho. And it even has a part in the middle where it cuts out and it does a little like 80s vibe thing. It's supposed to replicate the scene from Virgin Psycho where he kills Paul. And it's just, it's a really good album. I highly recommend it. Like there's one based off of Chucky. There's one based off of It. It's it's a really good album. I highly recommend it. Welcome to Horrorwood by Ice Nine Kills. Uh, number six at 24 plays, the Hamilton mixtape. Now, at this, this is the point where I got tired of listening to the Hamilton soundtrack, you know, of the musical. So, I listened to more of the Hamilton mixtape. Now, if you haven't heard the Hamilton mixtape, I think I talked about this in a previous episode, but the Hamilton mixtape is basically other artists doing their takes or their versions of Hamilton songs or just songs inspired by Hamilton. Like, a perfect example of that are the songs Immigrants, parentheses, We Did the Job Done, and Wrote My Way Out, which features Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, I'm not going to go into... A lot of detail, but definitely check out Hamilton Mixtape. Uh, at 28 plays is number 5, Nook and Chill by Curly and Game Chops. Now, I'm a huge lo-fi person, and most of my lo-fi playlist is consistent of lo-fi versions of video game music. 
And this definitely is my top right now for lo-fi music because Nook and Chill is exactly what it, it sounds like. It's lo-fi versions of Animal Crossing songs. Now, Animal Crossing songs are already, you know, chill enough, but you add a, you make it a lo-fi version and just, oh, it's the most relaxing thing you'll ever listen to. I definitely, I listen to it when I plow because usually I'm plowing very late at night and I need some just, you know, <laughs> I need something to ease my sanity. <laughs> but yeah, no, Note and Chill, definitely a good album. I recommend it. Uh, at 46 plays, number four, Manic by Wage War. Now, I've always been a fan of Wage War. Uh, Manic is their most recent album, and it's really good. Uh, some of my favorite ones were Teeth, uh, Relapse. It's just it's a really good album. If you're really into heavy stuff, I definitely recommend Manic by Wage War. Uh, number three at 59 plays is the soundtrack for Delta Rune Chapter 2 by Toby Fox. Now, I'm a huge fan of Undertale and Deltarune and that whole community, and I do have the soundtracks for those other two, you know, the Undertale soundtrack and the Deltarune Chapter 1 soundtrack. And I immediately downloaded the Chapter 2 soundtrack as soon as it was available, because this is the year that Toby Fox released Chapter 2 of Deltarune, and I'm still waiting on those other chapters, Toby. Come on, get on it, man. <laughs> But yeah, it's definitely fun to listen to all the music from the game. Just kind of outside, just just a lot of the music is quite a bop. It's really interesting to listen to all the music. And I, I definitely recommend it. If you're a fan of Undertale, I recommend listening to the soundtracks. Uh, number two for me is You're Welcome by A Day to Remember at 64 plays. Now, this is the most controversial album from A Day to Remember because... A lot of people just really, really hate it. And it, a lot of it's for really stupid reasons. The main reason being they're like, Oh, well, it doesn't sound like for those who have heart. It doesn't sound like homesick. Yeah, yeah. And to those people, I say, kindly, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, everything is not going to sound the same as, you know, an album they did 15 years ago. You know, they're growing and you got to grow with them. Most of them are married or dads, or both, by now. So they're not always going to be the angry young men that you used to listen to back in the day. Uh, but no, I personally think You're Welcome is a really good album. It's actually A Day to Remember's seventh album, and it came out in March of this year. I honestly think, I mean, not not every song is my favorite, but some of my favorites, my two, t my top two, and these I say top two because these are kind of tied for number one, uh, Last Chance to Dance, and Everything We Need, because they're polar opposites of each other. Last Chance to Dance is a very heavy song, and one you can definitely mosh to and headbang and everything. And Everything We Need is a very chill song, very acoustic. It's just, it's, it shows off Jeremy McKinnon's voice, you know, flawlessly. And it's a really good album. So if you're a fan of Day to Remember, I definitely recommend You're Welcome. Like, give it a chance. And at... 152 plays. My number one album is the soundtrack for Inside by Bo Burnham. Now, obviously, this, you know, Inside, Bo Burnham's Inside was a huge hit this year. A lot of people loved it. It's probably the best thing he's done in his whole career. Not counting, you know, Ace Story, the movie he directed. But yeah, Inside by Bo Burnham just took off. It was huge. And just the soundtrack is, 
I mean, he released the soundtrack like a week or two after the games, or I say the games. What am I talking about? The Netflix special. Uh, if you don't know what Inside by Barbarum, if you don't know what Inside by Burnham is, it's basically another comedy special from him. But he did it all from his own home, filmed it himself, and it's supposed to be a commentary of his past self and what being stuck inside during the year of 2020, you know, did to his mental health. And it's, it's kind of scary to see, you know, the de-evolution or the disassociation and everything. And he just, he really goes into it. He just, it's a commentary on people's mental health and everything. Uh, some of my top favorites from this being, uh, that funny feeling, Welcome to the Internet, All Eyes on Me, uh, How the World Works, and uh, <laughs> and White Woman's Instagram. Those are some of my top favorites. And I listened to this like nonstop for like a month straight, which is probably why it's sitting there at 152 plays. It's I love Inside by Bo Burnham. I, de- I would definitely put it on repeat, you know, the album or the special. Actually, as a matter of fact, I might go and watch it a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, those were my top 10 albums of this year. And I think with that, I'm going to call this an episode. You know, I'm glad you guys were along for the ride. Anybody that stuck with me throughout the year, I thank you. I, you know, thank you so much for the support. You the real MVPs. Uh, but with that, that's going to be it. That's the end of whatever Super Team 64 podcast. Stay tuned next year for a new show. You know, it's, it's still going to be the same platform. So whatever you're listening to this on, you know, you'll get the notification. It'll just be a different name. But it's still going to be the same on me. Um, as always, in the description, I'll put the link tree if you want to stay up to date with me on social medias. And with that being said, time is almost up. It is the end of all things. Or is it the beginning? Unas Ana.